Welcome to Ditch the Binge, the podcast where I help you stop binge eating and build a banging body image without having to obsessively track all your meals, be haunted by the scale, or waste another year of your life being controlled by how you look. If you are finally ready to end the war with food and body and grab life by the balls, you are in the right place. Good morning, good morning. Welcome back to another episode on Ditch the Binge with me, Renee Sager. Uh, It's going to be negative degrees in Indiana. I'm a little bit excited and I'm actually someone that hates cold weather. Like I only want to own shorts, flip-flops and dresses for the rest of my life. I don't ever want to have to wear a big bulky jacket ever again. (laughs) Or if I do, I want to drive to it, right? I don't want to have to change out my closet wardrobe for fall, winter, summer. I want always sunny. And if I'm traveling somewhere, I'll take bigger clothes, heavier clothes, bulkier clothes. But it's a little exciting for me to be in weather that's like two degrees or negative two. I've never been in it. I'm sure my excitement will be very (laughs) short-lived, but that's coming soon for me over here in Indiana. Okay, today let's talk about quitting. A lot of you are hanging on to things for dear life that it is time to let go of. So let's think about if you, you know, in your house, in your apartment, in your room, wherever, whatever your space is, you've had this couch for, oh God only knows, 10 years, five years, 15 years, 20 years. I mean, it's trusty. It's, it's kind of comfy in certain spots, but you've just outgrown it. Every time you look at the couch, you're like, yeah, I love it, but God, it is getting ugly. <laughs> like it is time for an upgrade. There are stains, it's it's fraying, it's just it is time. So you go out and you're shopping around and you find this gorgeous couch. I mean, just ooh, so exciting. Like for me, what I'm, I'm, I'm really kind of particular about my couch. I recently got one off Wayfair, which by the way, ordering a couch online, it's a struggle, but I just envision like a really big, hearty couch. Like I want it to, to suck me up. Like I want it to consume me. I want to take a nap on that thing, right? That comfort. I want it to be beautiful and soft. And like, you just, you go, you find this couch. You're like that is it. Right when you see it, you're like, that is it. I No more needs to happen. I'll take it. I'm buying it. Send it to me. So you buy it. It's being sent to you. But if you never get rid of the old couch and you bring in the new couch, and you just have them like crammed together in your living room, it's going to be horrible. You would never do that. You would get rid of the old one. You love it. It's, it's served its time. It's done what you needed it to do in the past. And sayonara, we are moving on to bigger and better things. But imagine how chaotic your living room would be if you had that old couch in there, if you just never got rid of it. This is exactly what it's like for you clinging on to these old act 
activities, ideas, jobs, um, events, volunteer activities, projects that you used to do and in the moment during that time or phase of your life, it worked. It felt like in alignment with who you were and what you wanted. But you aren't that person anymore. Maybe you still like it. Maybe it's still kind of fun, but you're like, it's just not worth the energy. Or maybe you don't like it at all. Maybe you are someone that's like, I dread this every single day. (laughs) Like, I hate doing it. It's time to get rid of the old couch, whatever that is for you. While I was thinking about this episode and while I was thinking about you and my clients, someone came to my mind and that was David Goggins. (laughs) If you don't know him, buckle up. If you are sensitive to swear words, you are not going to like him. I personally find him really fascinating. He's insane. He is the most like just mind over matter, push no matter what. It literally doesn't matter if he has a broken limb, he will keep going. And it's entertaining for me. I like following him. I like watching him. I've read his books. I I follow podcasts that he's on. I find him to be amazing. His intensity, (laughs) his drive is something like I've never seen. And for myself, for a long, long time, I felt like the only way I was good enough, the only way I could kind of hold my keep in life was if I had that same intensity. Now, back in the day, I didn't know what Gog- who Goggins was. I, I learned about him a couple years ago. But I had that ingrained in my head. And I think a lot of you probably do too. And I would imagine, if you're like me as well, that when you do show up no matter what, when you do push through the pain, the sickness, the discomfort, the all of it, you get praise for it. People commend you on your work ethic. People commend you on how much willpower you have. And that confirms in our brains, well, this must be right then. I guess I have to do this. I guess I need to keep doing this because everyone's telling me how great it is. So, okay, I'm just going to keep doing it. But we don't want to do the same thing forever and ever. Like the couch, we outgrow things. You outgrow the person that you were five years ago. At least I hope. Like, I really do think that that's part of life is changing tastes, changing activities. And it's not to say that changing those behaviors, ideas, activities, and just who you are as a person might not be hard. Like, it's probably going to be hard. If it weren't, you'd have no problem letting it go. But taking it back to Goggins, we are raised in this culture where The harder you push, the more grind and hustle that you have. Wow, we should just be amazed. But you know what really amazes me at this point in my life? People that ask for help. People that 
don't do shit they don't want to do anymore. People that know so clearly who they are, they can say yes or no to something in an instant. They don't have to go back to, what are they going to think? I don't know. How are they going to interpret this? What are they going to think if I don't show up? Are they going to think I should have just pushed through? I probably should have pushed through. They pushed through. That was what went through my head for so long. And it was so tiring. Maybe you can relate. You have so much in your body telling you to do one thing, eat one thing, be one person, and then there's all this other chatter and noise telling you, no, 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 do this. This is what you need to do to be a good person. And this episode is to remind you to take that step back and to give yourself permission to quit. I can look up to someone like Goggins. Maybe you know him and you're like, yeah, he is hardcore. You can respect someone for their drive and their intensity and not want to be them. You can look up to someone for always pushing you through and give yourself permission to quit and not make it mean you're a failure. Listen, this can be as, as simple as reading a book. If you're reading a book and halfway through, you're like, listen, this sucks. <laughs> like, I don't even like this. I'm not going to read it. Stop reading it. Or if you always signed up for a position at work, or you were always the person to host Thanksgiving dinner, or you were always the really fit one, you were always the really healthy one, and you've now reached the point in your life where you're like, I just don't want to do it anymore. Listen to that part of your voice because you can't just keep bringing couches into your house, right? Think if every time you wanted a new couch or you evolved, you didn't get rid of the old one. Your house would be, it would be horrible. It would be a hoarder's edition. You'd have like 17 couches piled up and you're like, I don't know, I just love them all. I just can't get rid of them. And then you have nowhere to sit because they're just piling on top of each other. We have to... Let go of the old to bring in the new. In your life, you have probably unknowingly been living uh, to a set of rules and guidelines that have just become who you are. And you may be at a point where you're like, this just doesn't feel as fun as it used to. This just isn't as enjoyable as it once was when I started. I went through this with running. I used to be a pretty hardcore runner. The funny, not so funny thing is, it wasn't that I really enjoyed it. It's that I was terrified not to. I had the drive and the willpower that people looked up to But what was really happening was I was terrified to be by myself, with myself. I had so much anxiety and fear of food and weight gain and body hate that I didn't know how to exist without that thing. So when you think about someone's work ethic or drive, remember that we never really know what's going on with someone. And I think David Goggins would be the first to admit he is insane. 
shit is not right in his head. <laughs> like it's really not. So don't base your, I know this is easier said than done, but don't base your self-worth off what someone else is doing. Because when I was the quote, healthiest and the most driven and the most fit, I was also the most insecure. Last week, I canceled on uh, a running date, walking date with a girlfriend of mine, 25 minutes before we were supposed to go. I just wasn't feeling it. I was so tired that morning for no reason. (laughs) I just woke up and I was like, listen, I am exhausted and I'm dreading this. I'm dreading it. I do not want to do it. And I know at this point, my body well enough to know that in certain situations, you do just kind of have to pull yourself up by your bootstraps, right? Like really like what we want to do most of the time is nothing sit on the couch and watch Netflix. So I get, and I think you do too, that sometimes you just have to push through these things, but how often are you just pushing through and how often are you tapping into what you really want to do? I called her or texted her who calls people. (laughs) I texted her and 25 minutes before I was like, listen, how do you feel about this? I don't really want to do it. I think I want to reschedule. And we did. And it was fine. I kind of imagined in her head, it's like those memes that go around when someone cancels plans last minute. You're like, oh, we're really going to miss you. But internally, you're like, thank God. And you don't have to do anything. You're like, it's like a, it's an extra free hour of your day. It's such a, it's such a perk. I quit. I stopped. I, I told her I didn't want to do it last minute. And it meant nothing about me as a person. In that moment, it meant I want to rest. I don't want to do this. I'm tired. I don't feel like my normal self. I think I'm going to take the day off. When you decide to do or not do something, the biggest factor in that decision is that you understand, know, and like your reason with a fierceness whether it's bailing on a run, whether it's not showing up for an engagement that you had signed up for, whether it's telling your family, I can't do the holidays this year. The most important thing is that you have your own back. Because no matter what, some people aren't going to get it. But here's the other thing, and this is a little bit of tough love, but really, no one gives a shit. They really don't. Might they be disappointed? Sure. Yeah, of course. But their life goes on. How much are you doing, showing up, putting out there, hustling and grinding away to hopefully maybe make someone else like you? This, my friends, is people-pleasing. And it's actually pretty manipulative. I'm going to do what I think you want me to do so you will like me. All the while, I like myself less. This is about establishing a stronger relationship with yourself. This is what I work with my clients on with every single client, every single client, whether it's a food-specific client or whether it's a confidence or self-sabotage-specific client, whatever. They have ripped apart 
the relationship and trust with themselves. So to mend this relationship, to get back on the same team, the way you do that is by doing it. The way you do that is by listening to yourself and like, okay, I'm going to just try this. Like normally I would show up no matter what, because that's what's expected of me. But you know what? I'm going to do something different because this feels in alignment with who I am today. This feels in alignment with the life that I want. And they might not understand. That's okay. They don't need to. Good God, if you spend your entire life trying to make everyone understand all of your decisions, you are going to feel insane. This is getting back in touch with you, shutting off some of that outside noise and liking your reasons. And when you do this, when you start having those boundaries and that respect for yourself, others will start to understand and get to know this new version of you. I made a post about this a couple days ago on social media that we condition people how to treat us. We condition people for what to expect out of ourselves. I was the really fit girl. I was the, quote, healthy, thin one for a very long time. I didn't know who I was without that title in my life. So when I started healing my relationship with food, when I stopped working out every single day, when I stopped packing my running shoes on every single trip or running every single morning, I remember my mom said, what? You're not going to go running? What? That's weird. Why not? And in that moment, I felt like such a failure. Like, oh God, she's right. Oh my gosh, I have the time. What am I thinking? I'm so lazy. I've really let myself go. This is it. I'm just never going to stop or I'm never going to work out again and I'm never going to stop gaining weight now. I can't believe it. She probably thinks I'm so just such a slob. She didn't think any of that. She hated exercise <laughs> and running. Like she, she couldn't have cared less. She was just going off a, ha- a routine or a pattern that I had presented for years and years and years and years. I mean, I remember when I started ordering like anything other than a salad going out to eat and people were like, what, really? And it's only be, it's not that that was a bad choice. It's just that that was what I had trained them to think and, and react and treat me with is like, oh, that's just what, like, that's what I always did. I'm not surprised that they had that expectation of me. And this is where that relationship with you, developing that strong level of trust is so important because you're going to change your mind about things, especially if we end up working together or, or if you're listening to this podcast, I would have you know, a pretty strong idea that there's something in your life you want to change a little bit. You want to change how you treat yourself. You want to change how you show up. You want to respect yourself. You want to trust yourself. You want to have more confidence. And doing that means we have to start getting rid of some of the old. We have to donate the couch already. It's time to stop signing up for things and doing things you just don't want to do. This is your permission to change your mind, to quit, (laughs) to quit halfway, to be like, you know what? I'm just not really into this because when you start doing that, you make room in your life for stuff that really lights you up. 
for people that make you feel better and that push you in the best ways possible. You make space in your house, like literally, you make space in your house for things that you love. When I was all up in my food and just stressed out and crazy and bah all the time, I never really paid attention to nice things. I never really cared about nice things. It was always just hustle, grind, push, push. I don't deserve nice things. Let's just check off the list. Let's keep going. And now I'm like, bring me my foamed milk (laughs) while I cozy up on my couch with my several very soft blankets and very soft pillow. Now I spend time washing my face with this thingy, this like tool thing. (laughs) I've never really been into that stuff, but I want more things that make me feel good in my life. I want to feel good in my body. I want to feel comfortable in my home. And that has required me to let go of some of those old ways of being that has required me to stop doing some of those old things that I had trained myself over decades. So when you're doing things, when you're signing up for things, while you're going to events or even just deciding what to eat, deciding what to wear, deciding if you want to recommit to something that you've been doing for the last several months or or several years, really check in with yourself and ask yourself, why am I doing this? Why? What's my motivation behind this? What do I really want to do? If no one was going to judge me, what would I decide? Because when you make a decision, all that matters is that you have your own back. And before we wrap up today, I wanted to let you know that I am now accepting one-on-one clients again. I had closed that up. I was launching a group. I was getting pretty full, but my one-on-one spots are now open. I have a couple available. If you are wanting to do this work, if you are ready to end the war with food and your body, you are ready to trust yourself. One of my clients just told me last week that she cannot believe the ripple effect this is having in every single area of her life. Not just food, not just body, but finances, how she shows up with her husband, how she shows up at work, her anxiety. It ripples into every area. So if you are ready to do this work, send me a message through Instagram. You can also send me an email through renee at reneesegert.com. Those will both be in the show notes. I look forward to hearing from you and I will talk to you all next week. I just wanted to say thank you so much for being here and listening and taking time to let me into your little ear holes. It means the world to me. It would also mean the world to me if you would just take a hot little second and subscribe to the show and leave a review. This helps other people who have been where you're at or are currently where you're at find this podcast. And that is the greatest gift you could give to me. Thanks for hanging in there.